0: for the players
1: I'm Ryan Betson.
0: I'm Max Cooper. And
1: this is For The Players, the pop-culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and six-plus years in that games media combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation.
0: This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of our links below me right now
1: if you want to join us as the conversation happens head over to twitch.tv slash the where you can watch us record the show live get in the chat and become part of the show uh because as this week we're doing some cool interactivity things we'd love to have people involved on the weekly we'll make it interactive all the time mm. but uh if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod uh if you're on the you are on those uh, podcast services be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are on the youtube like subscribe leave a comment Comment below. I endeavour to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at Patreon.com/slash/ThePopCulturalist as, well, as well as our merchandise store slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Haven't done it in like three weeks. Bam. Something from front of you having a minor freak. No, I'm, I'm just start. like, I'm just like, I'm stopping. Hang on. There's more to this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just forget how to speak after two weeks.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2021. Uh, thankfully, here in Australia, it's not been such a hot mess. But we're going to talk about that. That. How have you? Oh, as you grab a drink, fuck's sake! How are you, man? <laughs> it's bloody hot in this room. It is um, hot as balls in here.
0: How have I been Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. The two weeks break has been nice. Obviously, I had uh, I had mandatory <laughs> I, had a, I had a week break over Christmas, which was lovely. Yep. So you know, got to play my backlog a little bit. Got to got to wrap up some stuff that I should have already finished. Got to the end of some stuff that I've been banging my head against the wall trying to finish. But yep. yeah, it's been good. Good break. What about yourself? It's
1: been an absolutely fantastic break. I have loved every single second of it. So <laughs> I've been off since like what the twentieth or something, yeah. And then I've I go back next week, which is so on the eleventh or well this week, the, the day the show goes live. So from then to now, Uh and it has been brilliant like for the first like so once christmas hit i got off i jumped off the diet i kept it reasonable Mm. but I also fucking didn't like i (laughs) just went absolute crazy like i really enjoyed christmas dinner and then i kind of behaved myself and then i had the bets and banquet which is our christmas thing we do and i went fucking hard again and and then then i'm sort of back in the swing Mm -hmm. for last week but it's been awesome like so i gained like Three-ish kilos back over the break, which is a lot, but mostly was water because I ate a lot of carbs again, which I haven't done in the longest, longest times. And, oh, man, it's going to be tough to quit them carbs properly. Let me tell you, like I'm back on it now, as I said, for the last couple of days, it's like properly hard. And I'm like, oh, just breads just bruise. all the grains and i'm just grains. but I'm, I'm surviving and uh, speaking of there's that that fat guy in the chat one of my fellow man ambassadors for the man shake um so yeah like that's that in terms of, of that side cool so I've, I've pretty much lost all of the weight that i gained back over because i kind of knew knowing that a lot of it was water weight i kind of just went hard like last week and up into the, to this week and it's nicely um brought it back down mm-hmm. it's still a little bit there but it's not a uh, it's not as low as it was before, but it's yep. pretty much gone. And then if I go back into the swing of it, I think I'll be able to push through and then um, see what happens after that. Because, you know, uh, we'll, talk, we'll touch we'll touch upon this. Do you have any any resolutions for this year? No. So uh,
0: resolutions are kind of uh, you know you go you start. Oh, I, I use the term <laughs> resolution, but like any goals for this year. Well. My my partner and I are starting the shakes next week. We're gonna we're gonna hit it hard. Uh, it's gonna be a lot easier for me this time around because uh, I'm a little bit healthier to begin with because I got really sick last time. Um, but also having my partner do it with me to help keep me honest yep. is going to be super helpful. And my kid's getting to that age where she's just about to start walking, so I'm running around after her all the time. It'll be yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But apart from that, you know we're. We bought a house, well, we're buying a house this year. So, hopefully, all that, all that, you know, goes smoothly and well this year. So, nice change of scenery, yeah. you know, new house, new life, new me, new oh. year,
1: all yeah. that stuff. Go with it, I guess, yeah. Well, what's what I'm ho- like, what, because, uh, so you as I said you're back on the shakes as well, which mm. is cool. So, you gave it a little bit of go before, and it didn't, really, it didn't really work, but you're on it now. So, mm. what I'm hoping to do for everyone that is watching, because, like, Dave in the chat as well mentioned that he started the year at 95 and now he's at 107 in terms of his weight so it's cool what i'm hoping to do here is i'm hoping to talk to my correspondent at the Manshake, and i want to see if we can if i can organize something whether it be just a promo code save yourself like 10 percent off or something and you know and that way for anyone that does want to join us throughout this year you 100 can mm. and you, you'll get you can save a little bit of coin doing it as well like granted it's already like reasonably priced but if we if i can incentivize you a little bit more and we can all do it together because i'm not done even though i lost like 30 kilos i'm still going to push a bit further i've got another at least another 10 kilos to drop is my plan 10 12 kilos um which will get me to the 100 and then i will i don't know what i'm going to do then but the shakes ain't going anywhere hmm. and yes yeah, if, if if you guys want to do it along with us that would be awesome we would love to share that with you and love to help you and be that support network for you guys would be awesome but yeah like yeah you've got a lot of new things coming this year new yeah, house this news is gonna be crazy yeah man it's pretty really cool because like, in terms of like resolutions, like, yeah, my resolutions aren't like I don't have resolutions per se. Yeah, mine is just to continue. Um, in it my it it's just not just to, it's not just to continue on my weight loss journey because a I have I I've got a goal that I want to hit. Yeah. and two one you know I'm racing currently that fat guy like with the, the aim is to race to a hundred. But he is destroying me because he's already lost like 50 kilos. He's way ahead of me. But um, so my plan is to do that. So if I can get to close to 100, I'll, I'm thinking I've been tossing up going to the gym as well. Getting a little bit like, you know, not like toning up because I'm like, I'm just a fucking flabby mess right now. Mm. And like, so I'm hoping that that would be an, an idea, but not like get big, just kind of, you know, reduce some of the fats a bit That's extra. Right. Um and then my big goal is by the end of this year, I want to do at least one lesson with the Melbourne City Wrestling Academy. Okay. I want to go there, give it a go, see so if I can take a bump, and then that's it. This, maybe I don't want to be a professional wrestler, but I mean, I mean, to be fair,
0: we found out last year that you cannot take a bump; you lost a fight to a bird.
1: I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that maybe that's my motivation. My motivation <laughs> is to get to that point so I can go to the like I can go and fight that plover come <laughs> some, come springtime next year. And look for Christmas. I got myself this big wrestling belt. I need to earn this wrestling belt. I just can't be that guy that has a belt and can't, you know. I mean, you should go find the plover and give him the belt. <laughs> I'm sorry, plover. You are the champion. Here you go. Fuck, we're gonna, I'm already sweaty as shit in this room. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, we passed the belt to the bird. So congratulations, bird. Um... <laughs> Ryan put the magpie over. I did. Uh it says buddy. Like so I did. I I I I jobbed out to the to the to the plover. Yeah. Um just so that way I can have a good, you know, uh hero story is my plan. <laughs> a good hero <laughs> redemption arc. <laughs> but yeah, that's my goal for this year. Other than that, I'm just going to go with the flow and see where it takes me. Um I in terms like last year I Completed more games than I did the year before, and I got a stack of plats as well. Yeah, really which is brilliant. even better. So let's talk about what we've been playing because it's been about three weeks since we since we were last lasted the show. I have stacked up three credits and a platinum. Wait, maybe four credits and a platinum. I think it's three credits and a platinum. I rolled credits on bug snacks. I also rolled credits on bug snacks, and I platinum bug snacks. I'm bug snacks. <laughs> As I said, like I think I talked about it at the back end of last year as well. I think I think I um, when I did the uh, I forget where where, where what pod it was on. It was on a podcast, maybe in this one, where I had to relinquish my uh, my stance on Bug Snacks because it's good. It's really good. It is kind of good. It's so good. Like it's charming. That's it's this darker thing underneath it. Not as dark as I as I was hoping, but it was great. Yeah. And like, I think we said it at the time, like when, when, when I was pooping on the bug snacks originally, I'm like, I'm willing to change my opinion here mm. and I'm very happy to have my opinion changed. Yeah. Cause it's advertised, the advertising around the game was this very happy go lucky over the top. And everyone was just jerking the song
0: and I was like, yeah, eh. but it was, good. It was I, good. I really enjoyed my time with it. Like I was, pre- it was a pretty short experience. Granted, I didn't go for the platinum like you did. Yeah. Uh, it took me a while to work out some of the stuff, like up until the very end of the game, I didn't realize I could set that, that, that strabby in the ball on fire, Yeah, <laughs> which I needed to do for heaps of stuff. Yeah, I just what? didn't
1: know that I could do that. And it's one of those things you learn by accident. There's a, a for me, a lot of it was learned by accident mm. when I was like, oh, what if I do this? Oh shit, it's on fire. Oh, well, hang on.
0: Yeah. Like, you know,
1: um, in the, in one of the areas, one of the areas
0: is a desert and there's this like Dorito praying mantis that I blow up and I'm like, how would I blow it up? Because my quest is now blow up
1: two of them. But I, I don't know how I did it to begin with. Like, what did I do? And then I started shooting stuff. <laughs> and
0: like, something like
1: that. Yeah, and it's something as simple as like, they have these little scorpions that hang on walls that shoot fire at you. I'm like, how do I get near you? Because every time I put a trap near it, it just sets it on fire. And like, it was a bunch of trial and error to get it. And when I got it, it was like that... Like so, there was a lot of good, like out of the box thinking, just terms of, like yeah. And on top of that, like all the characters are charming as shit. Mm. Like they all have their individual little things, and they're all cool, and they're all like great. And then we have the big twist at the end, and everyone kind of like has to rethink themselves a little bit, which is even fun. And there's really cool relationships between them. Like there's you know at least two same sex couples, which yeah. is cool. And there's one guy that just wants to bang all the bug snacks, you know, and there's someone that wants to bang him in order to eat his bug snacks like there's it's so mad and there's a like a a repaired broken relationship Mm. there's a lot in there man and it's it's i wouldn't have thought it'd be one of the most progressive games i've played this year like 2020 like at all yeah it was very very cool um and and i'll talk on mental health as well especially Mm. with egabell which i thought was fantastic um because I really, I really dug that. Because it was all about her wanting to, wanting to improve, but improve for somebody else. And then sort of learned that she's needs improve for herself. And it was fantastic. Um. So, yeah. What else? So, so I rolled credits on uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising as well. Which you are trying to. I am so close. I think I'm
0: so close. Yeah. Um. It's, that game's so good. I'm just currently getting my ass handed to me from a boss. So, I need to, go, I've gone back to, to, do, to pick up some side stuff to.
1: Kind of level up a little bit. Yeah. Very nice. Oh saying that so Buddy in the chat also adds Bug snacks was so fun. The characters were charming in the light, problem solving was awesome. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, but uh, Dave asks, Have you guys placed finished I uh, played slash finished cyberpunk? We'll talk about that. Um, oh and delicate stones here too. Uh, yeah, so Immortals is brilliant. Like I, it was the one game that I focused on primarily over the break. I had played a couple others, but it was the one that I spent the most direct time on. And like to a point that I worked out how to, I I, I was like, I remote played it to my phone in my bed. So I played it in here. I'm like, I need to go to bed, went to bed and then remote played it on my phone. Because it was just addictive, and I loved exploring the world, and I loved like grabbing at all the things, and like, oh, what's that in the distance? How do I get to that? And then I'm next thing you know, I'm flying to find a treasure, a treasure chest, and I'm destroying monsters and f- digging in all the lore and taking out, you know, finding all the gods and doing all their science. Well, stuff we just and- discovered last night that horses are the best way to get around the map. Oh yeah, horses, grok. So I,
0: I may or may not have. Use some of my Ubisoft points to buy the Adventure Time horse because <laughs> it starts at level three, so it's just got like three full stamina bars. I'm just like, I'm out.
1: <laughs> that's mad. That was so good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I so really, I'm, I'm riding around on a rainbow unicorn. It's great. I, I did barely use my horse All mine are level one, um, but it's is brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Like in terms, in very similar to bug snacks, it is charming or it is so fun. like there was genuine laugh out loud moments at multiple times uh like hearing you know like zeus and prometheus like bitch about each other for a while was brilliant and then when each of the when you start meeting each of the gods there's four gods that you meet um outside of prometheus zeus and hermes it's not spoilers because it's really early on um Yes, you see the four other gods, and they're all charming, and they're all, like, really deep ca- Like, I say deep in terms of their character. Like, they are, like, chewing scenery in yeah. the best way. They're like, these well, are the character traits, and they're going to fucking run with it.
0: Well, see, I really like, because I'm nearing the end, it's nice to see the dynamic change between Zeus and Prometheus when Zeus realizes that all these kids hate him and that he's a- He's a dick. He's like a garbage dad. Yeah. And then Prometheus is like, oh, and then this happens. He's like, oh, please don't try and cheer me up. But it's
1: working. Oh, yeah, yeah, because as we discussed in our original review, because by then we're both fairly Like, you've only yeah. played like a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I've played like quite a substantial amount, but I've done a lot of just fucking around in the world. Um, yeah, and we talk about how like yeah, like the world is changing because Prometheus is telling the story to Zeus, yeah. and it changes on the whim. And like yeah, when Zeus gets really sad, they start like adding. He starts adding things, and then a, bo- then a pearl just rolls out of nowhere. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. A bunch of stuff like that, which is really really fun. The game's great. Like it 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 took. It, this is why I think I have a, bi- a bias. Mm. because a lot of it in here, like even down to the, the vaults, even down to the stamina system, it is just the breath of the wild, <laughs> but I'm like breath of the wild's balls, but I love this game, yeah. which I think the only reason like it as you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, weapon degradation is shit. <laughs> and if this game had it, it would suck, but it has all the good things that breath of the wild did. But with an enriching story yeah. in terms of like a lot of really good like, uh, uh, di- uh, verbal dialogue and stuff compared to just sort of the noises that fucking yeah. that game made. Um, it's, it's brilliant. I, phew, so fucking good. So goddamn good. Um, on top of that, I started Celeste as well. Yep. I picked that up because it was on sale. And Buddy has been talking about it for the better part of like 18 months, if not t- almost two years. So I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. It's cool. I watched. I am the, um, poo at it, but it is
0: cool. Well, I watched the game's done quick run of it this morning. Oh wow! And someone did all the seaside tapes with a dance, dance revolution mat. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> Which just makes me just like oh, I wish I was good at that game.
1: Fuck! Like I, I, I have gone yeah. to the third level, and <laughs> there is a door that needs a key, and the key is slightly, slightly out of the way on a ledge. And I'm having such a shit time getting that key. I've even got, I've done it once before and fucked if I, because I, I did it and then I, and I closed the game. Obviously, I didn't save. I think it saves at the end of the level, yeah. the start of the level. So, like, it's like, oh, you have to do it again. I'm like, but I don't remember how I did it the first time. Fuck me. And I'm just like frustrated at this door. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm really enjoying it. And I love it in the way that, um, I love it in the in the idea that like you don't have to get the strawberries. It's all about the journey. Yeah, you don't have like as long as you get I mean, through the, the, story the level. Is incredible. Yeah, like I'm I'm picking up all these little feels like they're talking about like panic attacks, all yeah. these sort of things, and like you know like anxieties. And I'm like this is I'm fucking eating this another oh, this another game so that good. interestingly tackles mental health. Yeah, which I know one, one of the big reasons Buddy has is, has is, is, um given it so much love is I'm just like eating. I'm like oh, this is fucking good. Um. We got in the chat. So Uber Timmy, thanks Timmy Dry. replaying Detroit was a highlight of his holidays. Yeah, he he played Detroit with his partner. Such a good game. And, so it, and the best thing about that game is it was a completely different ending to the, than like yep. he played it. And then when I watched him stream it, I watched, and I watched Jerd stream it as well, like other Man Shakers, um, they had completely different outcomes to what I had. Oh, that game's fucking amazing. Uh, Delicate Stone got a PlayStation Store voucher for Christmas. I reckon I might look into getting this game, which I presume might be Immortals. So it could be Celeste. Yeah, I think it was Celeste. I think it came in. With yeah, Celeste is so Celeste. good. Like, yeah, it's, it, it is that like uh, Super Meat Boy-esque Platformer, where it's a lot about, like, Twitch controls. But it's it's
0: one of those ones where, you know, if you die, you're instantly back in the game. There's not this. Yeah. You, you can learn from your mistakes pretty quickly. Which
1: is fantastic, because even the game itself, it goes, it die as many times as you need. It means you're yeah. learning. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a fucking good way to look at it. And, like, I, I, yeah, I said, I'm only, like, barely, I barely touched it, but it just has such a good vibe to it. Yeah. It's very, very good. And... Uh, i did also buy jurassic world evolution on the console i had it on pc yonks back and i re- re- refunded it because it didn't run on my computer but on the console it should run fine right in theory but, um so yeah i haven't jumped into that yet but i did get the jurassic park edition because mm-hmm. dinosaurs are cool and i've been watching uh you know, the camp cretaceous with my mm-hmm. son on netflix it's like so and then Fuser Fuser was the other one as well I had a bit of a gaming gaming break it's been awesome so Fuser is uh, the latest game from Harmonix the guys that did Rock Band and it's all about being a DJ it's about splicing music together so there's no physical interface like Rock Band had or like DJ Hero had but it's all about learning to splice music together like on the beat on, you know, on the downbeat and like, like you know and how like how songs musically work together Yeah. now I share I screen shared it with you when we first got it yep. and I was shit yeah, I'm smart I'm slightly better now, <laughs> but that first level just gets you to match them. Yeah. And then as you, it teaches you about timing and beats and like beat structure and um, you know, what, how it all works and you know, as in the, the, the loop, like, sorry, the, the good loop, mm-hmm. you know, like, hitting because there's this four it's separated by like uh drums bass lead and Lyric. vocal um so it's like well the vocal the vocal loop the chorus hits here but the guitar beat hits a little bit later so if you want to sync it as a vocal then you put it in it and then you should really start to get that that punch and it's a pretty good array of tracks at the at the, at the start as well um like you know, some that stand out for me is, like, The weekends in there uh, with, like, bl- uh, Blinding Lights and Sears in there. I like sea uh, musically. Um, Rick Astley's in there. We're Never Gonna Give You Up and a bunch of other cool things. So, there's a bunch of DLC as well. Nowhere near as much as Rock Band, but, like, they are dropping some on the regular. So, like, my collection of tunes is is going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I find myself sitting when I, play, I sitting here just like kind of like jamming out to myself and starting to feel the rhythm. And um, the only downside is because I'm doing the campaign and it's wanting me to do specific things in order to achieve the campaign goals. I feel that is blocking a lot of the momentum that I'm trying to build okay i say that because i'm like i have an idea of what i would what i would do yeah, with yeah. this set or what i would do with these songs which could be completely opposite of what is good but i'm like okay well let's do that and let's try that and then it's like yeah but can you like splicing this song from the early 2000s I'm like well yeah it's my genre but yeah like i wouldn't do it now i'd do it a couple of beats time but because it's all time measured it's like you need to do it in the next like x amount of like 16 beats yeah yeah um if you don't do it you'll you'll you, you the goal i'm like yeah but it doesn't i could drop it in but it's not going to hit the fucking sync time yeah oh like, yeah it's a pretty good game otherwise. Oh, i i am a sucker for rhythm games man my legs are so sweaty. there's like an <laughs> as like there's a little film of sweat on my legs it's so hot in here nice uh so yeah, as, yeah.
0: I, as i mentioned we i got uh credits on bug snacks was the first game i finished this year uh i played a bunch mm. more cyberpunk and I got Ben ten credits through my son. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I played a bunch more Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven uh, until my save file corrupted on PlayStation Five. So I uninstalled it and jumped across to PC, which my save file corrupted again because it, I got that lovely if save file was too big bug. Oh no! Because I went crafting mad and forgot to sell all my stuff before I quit. So that was so I haven't played it that since. I got pretty far in. I've put about forty hours across the two versions. Nice two versions uh i got credits i use the term credits fairly loosely on hades yeah i've got like seven completed runs now that game is absolutely incredible and was very much deserving of it yeah do you
1: like because like i I know a number of places that have have put it as either you know like game of the year very much deserving
0: to be in that game of the year conversation was absolutely fantastic that's um that roguelike uh uh, isometric shooter uh so fun so much fun I'm waiting for it to come to PS5 or PS4. Yeah, I'd love it to come across. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, obviously, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I think I'm very close to the end. I'm on the very last mission of Devil May Cry for uh, Virgil's story. So I have, in the past, completed uh, the three characters that came with the standard edition of the game. Mm-hmm. But thanks to uh, Capcom and Turn Left, we got copies. Uh, we got to play the definitive the definitive edition, which came with the uh, Virgil story. Uh definitely do not play the Virgil story first because you just play through every single mission in linear order with Virgil, but it skips all the cutscenes of the story okay. because they're character-specific missions. Uh, so they kind of just don't give you the backstory. So don't play Virgil first. Like okay. leave it to the end. Um His combat is super fun, very varied. Uh he has uses similar weapons to that of the main protagonist, Dante. Uh the game's just so fast paced that the music is so on point for the for the genre of game that it is you know the music ramps up as your um, as your combos get higher and higher it's very similar to that of like Doom where the music kind of puts you in the mood for, yeah so one for thing for I noticed getting getting when I booted it. the
1: game up it has that real like butt rock sound which yeah. for me is perfect because I love that like I'm, I'm, I'm a big thing I learned last year is I'm like, there's certain genres of music that I just fucking love. And like that real kind of like radio rock is in there because it's a like real prevalent in the early 2000s. Yeah. And like, yeah, obviously I talked about a thousand times. Like I've really fallen in love with Machine Gun Kelly and his like punk rock mm-hmm. re- re- uh, revival album. So like there are certain genres I'm like, oh. And like, yeah, like DMC, even just the menu music, I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, I dove back into Persona
0: 5 Royal because I picked that up on uh, during the January sale. Um, that's pretty much it. That just, a pretty intense. I've just, intense been, game I've just been cycling through it all, and you know, I'm so close to finishing two of them. But yeah, I'm just banging my head against the wall. I might, I might succumb and, and turn auto, auto uh, combo mode on for Devil Maker Eye. Oh, but what yeah, are you playing on? Like super hard? No, I'm playing just below. Oh, okay, because um, I think I mentioned it when I first started playing this game. Uh, this is one of the uh, games that run it runs at 120 frames if you've got the the hardware to pull it. But um, when you're playing on the highest difficulty, they automatically turn off HDR and 120 because the game Can't struggles to keep up because it's so fast-paced to begin with. And, and then when, so when you're in hard difficulty,
1: screen. it's throwing more enemies in.
0: It's a lot on screen. It's, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, But the game looks absolutely stunning. Nice. And I really wish
1: you could play at 120 frames, but <laughs> I don't have a monitor that's good enough. Yeah, it's like, I'm pretty sure my TV, it's, it, remember when I bought it, it's like, it has 240 hertz, whatever, I'm like, but I'm, I've, i I've, mean, I've, and then, and it's like, but I have HDMI, and you need to use the Display Port to pull two hundred, yeah. two hundred hertz. I don't know, I haven't looked at it yet, but um, yeah, because it's only, it's only lived in here, but yeah, yeah. Either way, man, we've had a good break, a great break, good break, playing the games, chilling out, relaxing. Oh. like it's cool. I actually feel like genuinely refreshed. Like even though I just like I still played games, like there, it was games without pressure. Yeah. And not like, even the pressure that we put on ourselves here is self-imposed. Like, as, that's, as that sentence says, it is like, it's pressure we put on ourselves. Like, we do our best to to cover games and, and as soon as quick as we can, or, you know, around that, or, or, or in that sort of release-ish window. Um, and it was nice to just not think about it. Yeah,
0: after the intense few weeks after, obviously, the launch of the PS5, and there were so many titles mm. to to go hands-on with, it was... um. Yeah, it's just, it's
1: just good. Now I'm just chilling and just
0: enjoying Actually, it. Actually, I can't remember. Did I finish Godfall over the... Oh, yeah, you break? did too. Yeah. yeah. I got credits on Godfall as well. Great game. Really? Overpriced. I wouldn't recommend it at the $140 price tag that it's sitting at. Ooh. I managed to pick it up for $50. bucks.
1: That is a substantial Cause it was difference. Because
0: it was on sale. And I'm like, okay, this is where this is where I dive in. That is so different. A super worth 50 bucks. Game looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, there's a few design choices that I'm not a fan of. Uh, the point-to-point teleporting. Uh, there's no free jumping. Like if there's ever a gap in the map, you have to point-to-point teleport across the gap. There's it's no, like the worst thing no, that VR. There's, like there's there's no, we'll bring some VR things across, and the worst thing that VR the, has. The, yeah, there's no free jumping. The, the combat's fine, uh, but but like it is, it is a stunning looking game. The end game not so great. Is that where it falls short? most of the live service games, when when you know when devs are new to them. They tend to miss on the the end and it's just, it's just, once you get to the end game, it's just that grind loop and you're playing the same mission over and over and over and over again until you get that one piece of gear you want and then you can move on to the next step. Gross. Yep. Absolutely gross. So the, the uh, for example, it's you're literally sitting in an elevator shaft and the elevator goes up and you've got to kill enemies on 100 floors. Nice. Did, cause didn't you play some Destiny 2 as well? I've been hardcore into Destiny 2. Yeah. I'm light level 12... 20 ish i think i, tw- I think i think 1250 is the cap at the moment yeah. so i'm slowly getting there i've hit it I'm, i've reached an impasse at the moment there's this mission i have to do to complete this legendary quest for an exotic piece of gear and i just cannot do it and i can't find anyone to do it. <laughs> i don't want to play with randoms to get it so i'm kind of just taking a break for a bit because I, I put like 50 hours into it in Jesus. a week <laughs> i um, went high. i went ham i managed to convince a couple of friends to buy it and we hit it hard so i've finished the campaign on three different characters now oh hell.
1: <laughs> anyways let's get into the section we coin form and We tell you about what happened this week now because we use a word document on the screen on the big tv in front of me it projects a bunch of white light and because we're sweaty in here it's an extra level of sheen so we will probably seem very reflective right now which is it's so great which is have. fun it's, like, there's so much dampness in my leg Oh, pants on. It's worse. Yeah, why the hell do you wear fucking pants in here?
0: Sony's Game of the Year streak has continued. So according to a popular blog called Game of the Year Picks, uh, they collate all the awards winners from across the globe. Sony has had most votes for the number one contender three years running. The criteria for the website is that it only acknowledges professional publications with multiple editors. Oh. It also dismisses single format websites uh, the likes of Push Square and Nintendo Life because they only cover... Yeah, fair. However, according to the page, the Last of Us Part Two picked up a total 134 Game of the Year awards in 2020, comfortably beating its closest competitor, Hades, with 36. Ghost of Tsushima finished in third place with 20 total uh, wins to its name, Uh, but this is the third year in a row that Sony has published exclusive. uh, Sony published exclusive has been awarded most game of the year awards following death stranding last year and god of war the previous year. it has been an
1: awesome three-year run <laughs> <laughs> yeah see but like yeah i technically gave last of us my game of the year but i was a bit more i was a bit fucking depressed mm-hmm. at that time <laughs> so i was like eh, sure whatever yeah but uh because i just gave it the win because i guess technically it was probably the best yeah what was yours uh, I think I did the same thing. Oh, there we actually, go. no, I think I said Persona 5 Royal. You did say Persona 5 Royal, big nerd. But
0: probably Last of
1: Us is... Like, it's totally understandable and, va- and va- Like, even... Oh, yeah, because this is, this is something that came over the break. Like, after six months of a global pandemic, my uh, alley statue arrived. Yeah, It's pretty very fucking sick. quite like it, actually. That, it's almost a little bit better than the big one. <laughs> yeah, so I, like you know, I understand that a lot of people probably loved it and enjoyed it, and very clearly. Um, I what do you think it is? Like, granted, we are we are doing a PlayStation show, so we wouldn't have been counted in this list anyway, and because we're fucking nobodies. But what do you think it is that Sony does in order to get these essentially three big Game of the Years in a row? And what do they do different apart from just releasing them on like Xbox? <laughs>
0: Um, I guess that that's obviously you know a big plus as they release yeah. games, but you know they they put the care and effort into them, and once they once they stick once they find an IP like because none of these are new apart from Death Stranding, Stranding, obviously none they're not new IPs like they're known quantities. Uh, Death Stranding obviously had the known quantity of this is a Kojima game, mm. and it already had hype well before it even started, but then obviously you know that doesn't count for everything because look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk had all the hype in the world and it it really did let everyone down. Yeah. I mean, it cost me the win. Last year. Yes, it did, it really did. But, you know, Sony have always stuck to a very similar design in their games. They're all very much single-player, narrative, story-driven games. Yep. And the stories are what win it for them, realistically. Yeah. Because, like no one voted death stranding for its gameplay <laughs> it's the story that the game told and how you interact with the story mm. that that really sells you and i
1: think i think one of the big reasons that that sony has the success that it does is because it makes adult games yep. for adults and it takes gaming seriously mm. and, you know uh, in terms of like you look at god of war it's a story about being a father and it's a, it's just if this story about you know your 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 own your, your own anxieties and your own your fear of your history and it being passed down look at Death Stranding and it's you know it's it's more father it's more parent issues and mm. like uh, really adult stories yeah. you know you know if you, like, if you look at like you know having BB and like Mama and like even like the the uh, thing with like um, Die Hardman and like all these little, like all yeah. these real adult problem oriented stories and then Last of Us the same thing it's you know, it's a revenge story. It's an it's it's a story about like hate and what that does to you, and like these aren't things that are, are that affect the younger demographic. Like you know, when the average age of the gamer is like thirty three or something from a couple years ago, like telling these adult stories is where it's at, and they just happen to be made really well, and they happen to tell those stories really well. And, and like if you look at the Last of Us, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, like in a gross way, <laughs> but like it is an incredibly yeah, stunning of game. You know, and uh, Buddy goes. Yeah, it's the little things. It all adds up, being able to make people feel something. And I think that's what it is. It's about making you feel, and it's about games being more than like what people expect of them. Yeah. Because if you look at like, uh, gr- granted, Xbox have tried this. Microsoft have tried this. Sorry, but it's just not quite there. Like they've they've had a really tough luck in the last couple of years with exclusives. Saying that though, their future looks so good. Yeah, they've got so many studios. It now. looks like. I, I am actually really excited to see what Microsoft bring, because it's going to kick everyone in the gear. Yeah. But And then there's Nintendo as well. Like, yeah, they're, like, they're more child-focused works from a sales perspective. Like, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing has sold more than any PlayStation exclusive fucking ever. But... I think that is also a hindrance. I think there is a there is a ceiling with those kind of games or, or that sort of style of game. Yeah, like I would never put a Nintendo game in the best game of the year, just because for me they they feel shallower. Like that might be a third party game. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But as a Nintendo first party title, like I would I would deem them shallower, less than yeah. Which that which it's kind of dickish of me, but you know, like I'm. if if microsoft had bring out something cool in the coming years and it's like the same level of like the you know dark uh, sorry it's it's adult and it's deep and it's real narrative driven i'm fucking gonna play it yeah yeah i mean like ori i've played ori because ori's fucking awesome ori's fantastic and it's like it tells this really cool story in a very cool way but so that so that's that so that brings up to the next piece of news max which is PlayStation tells these awesome stories about really cool characters, and apparently Sony Pictures has plans. They have plans for upwards of 10. projects so they so they say currently there are 10 projects in production based on the company's video game intellectual property uh according to of, according to ceo of sony pictures tony vince Quera, speaking to cnbc three of these upcoming conversations will be movies while a further seven will be tv series he said quote we have a program within the company called one sony you'll be seeing a lot more integration of sony companies together end quote exactly what franchises these announced projects will be are based on uh, what, what these will be based one remain to be seen so obviously we know spider-man we know spider-man we know last of us hbo series yep
0: um last i <laughs> Cool, so this Kojima's getting out of games.
1: Gonna be, <laughs> like, it's gonna be a movie. For it sure. leaves open so much. Now, when they say TV, TV when they say TV series, probably got to restrain there for a second. When they we're say gonna get a, TV get we're gonna get a bug series, snacks kids show. Yeah, we, we could get like animated. We could get a kids show. We could get like you know they they, they tried with Ratchet and Clank a couple of years ago in a mm. film. Um, we could get like straight to fucking streaming services stuff. Does not have to be big shit? Like. The question would be, Max, what do you see them be? So they're going to redo
0: Vikings as God of War. and <laughs> going to have like a seven series epic tale of...
1: See, like I, I, I kid, but that'd pretty That'd be, be pretty fucking good. awesome. would <laughs> be pretty good. What else do you see?
0: I'd like to see a Twisted Metal show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Apparently but it's take, in ta- works. Take on Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I like that. They can go to space too. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up. I'd like to see, I would love to see Death Stranding as like a mini series.
1: Mm, I I I don't. I think. I the think the weird, game itself is already a mini. Yeah. The weirdness. Like the show is already very cinematic in itself. I don't see it. Then whatever they bring, if they bring it to TV, it's not going to change a whole lot.
0: I wonder if they'll start doing um, the games you know, like the the the, the um, dark pictures anthology style where they. Just but they're not sure. Sony IP
1: though. Ah, oh, that's true. So here, here in mind, I'm thinking. Obviously, Twisted Metal, apparently yeah. that's already in the works. That's cool. God, uh, God of War would be awesome as a series because I think there's a lot you can tell mm-hmm. there. And really good character drama. There are movies that do it, but TV does it better Yeah, because you can really dive into, into characters. Mm-hmm. So I think God of War would be a great TV series if they ever do it. Siphon Filter would be a great espionage movie. Yeah, okay. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I don't see them ever doing like days gone because like I think the zombie thing on TV is kind of more, like overstated welcome. Yeah. Uh, Padapon kids kid show? No, let's put one out of my ass. I no Killzone? Kill Kill Zone would be very very cool. Uh, like Ape Escape could be a fun kids show. <laughs> There's a lot of cool ideas if you think about it, but it's 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 all it's all about you have to take what the premise of the game is, not the game itself. Like, because if you're like, oh, this whole story will translate, great. But like, yes, but you lose a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I'm wondering, The Last of Us will be a good, t- I think will be a good TV series. However, I do, I do wonder whether a lot of it will be lost because there's no gameplay.
0: It depends on what "quote unquote" gameplay, because it, the story it itself on gets the story defy. they're telling. It depends on if they go completely away and, tell, and dive into what the world is, as opposed to what the characters we already know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Different way to look at it. Yeah, because even God of War as well. Like, there's a, because that's so story driven. I think that would be fine in a TV, um, which would be cool. Uh, so, in the chat, we, as, we, as we as we said, we do the show live every week on Twitch. Uh, the Reverend Puck jumps in. gives Sly Cooper. Oh. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Buddy jumps in with "Give me that Resistance series." Now, Resistance would be a great, a great series. You know, trying to think, like I'm racking my brain. I'm gonna think about Cooler World. That'd be cool. Remember that Cooler World on PlayStation One? Um, I don't know. Soul Reaver. I think that was First Party. So that's the that's the other like if you start going back in because I have a feeling yeah, like that a crash they're go- animated show yeah or- it's uh, not owned by them anymore you know like True. you you look at it like if you look at what's recently come out yeah you know oh that's cool but like they may have to reach back oh yeah and then even then like because from recollection it's so muddy about what was first and second party Sony IP back then like it's hard like off the top of your head mm. you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly doable. I, I don't think Killzone... Uh, Killzone would be great. I don't see it happening. Yeah. You know why? Because Killzone's... No. <laughs> <laughs> Killzone.com. Guerrilla Games has
0: shut down Killzone.com. It now redirects straight to PlayStation.com with a message from the team. Quote, the official website for the Killzone franchise has retired. Going forward, visitors will go to... Visitors to Killzone.com will be directed to PlayStation.com. The note goes on to explain that while multiplayer modes, player statistics, and ranking data for Killzone Shadowfall and Killzone Mercenary will remain, you will no longer be able to create or manage clans for the titles. The PlayStation 4 title loses that capability as the website has been pulled. Guerrilla Games then signs off thanking the fans who visited the page, quote, Thank you to Killzone.com's many fans and visitors throughout the years for their enthusiasm and support. (laughs) Oof. Do you think this means that there's going to be no more kill zones
1: because they're getting rid of their website?
0: It certainly looks that way. Or do you think uh, there's something coming and they're shutting their website down to make changes?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things. It could look that way because like they've removed the website, but they haven't removed the website. They still own the domain. Yeah. So just they've just been redirected. They've just redirected it. So either a, they're working on something in the background and they don't want people to randomly come across it. hmm So they've they the domain's there, but they've pulled all the back end because you know how people like pull into the back end of a website and yeah. pull out a bunch of info. They either doing that or it's fucking dead. I'm, I'm pretty confident that it's been rejigged. Yeah. They're going to redo it. My, my guess is it's, they're doing something behind the scenes. That yeah. Game. Cause like there has been a lot of whispers of, an, of a, kill zone game in the back somewhere. Possibly. But, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't see it dying. It's a too big of a franchise to die. But. And Sony really need shooters. <laughs> they really need shooters like Sony that's <laughs> like, the one thing they're missing like you know they, they had Resistance die they had Killzone die in terms of not releasing any new titles so they, they don't have that platform they don't have a first person shooter now the, what they have done is they've since tied themselves in terms of marketing deals with the likes of Call of Duty and Destiny to really sort of push that to try to fill that gap mm. and I, I, whether there's some unwritten agreement with the likes of Call of Duty to not for them to not push a, a, a first person shooter because it doesn't want to chew into what their marketing deal is. That's that's yet to be seen. Yeah, but it's like it's certainly possible, I guess. But so what about you? What, what's your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very much the same. I don't think I don't think it's going anywhere. It makes more sense for them to because it's a redirect as opposed to a loss of the domain. That they're working on something and they don't want someone stumbling across yeah. it by accident.
1: Because, like, I'm sure there is a small community of people that are really into, like, the like the Killzone Shadowfall mm-hmm. backends in terms of, like, the, the stats and the clans and all that sort of stuff. And they'll probably go across the, the site a lot. Yeah. But, like, it's just maybe not enough. And, like, if they have greater plans, they're going to need to scrap it and mend it and bend it. That's fine. Next up, Returnal. The Finnish developer Housemark has put out uh, put out its latest Housecast dev diary. Two members of the team uh, discuss Returnal, and we get some glimpses at brand new gameplay footage as well. Game director Harry Kruger, great name, discusses bringing Housemark's signature gameplay from two D to the top down perspective all the top down perspective into a third person view, which is awesome. Because remember when we first saw it, I'm like, they they they're doing si- they're doing a, they're a, doing dual stick person, shooting yeah. in third person. This is brilliant, and no one mentioned it for some yeah. reason. I thought I was going insane, but I'm so happy to, to get confirmation here. Mentioning the challenge of adding verticality and having threats coming from multiple angles when it comes to controls. Kruger speaks of, of the desire to have re- responsive, tight, and intuitive gameplay. He also reiterates how the game will use the adaptive triggers on the DualSense controller. Uh, the team is using L2 to give you the two functions instead of just one. Squeezing the trigger halfway will aim down sights, which makes me. Insane. Uh, And pressing it fully will switch weapons to its alternative fire mode. It's designed to be intuitive and seamless, he says. Reducing the amount of inputs a player will have to remember if you prefer a more traditional button layout, Uh, the game has fully customizable controls also. This game
0: looks awesome. Yeah, I real hard on it, eh? Yeah.
1: I don't know how... I don't know...
0: I like the fact that, obviously, um, being a exclusive, they're pushing that... Uh, dual sense support. I don't know how I feel about uh, half presses on my triggers to be ADS or alternate fire. I
1: do want like it'd, it'd probably be a hard push. Yeah, I would hope it's a, a hard push. Yeah, like, like a, it's like it's like hitting a wall and then you got to push through the wall. Yeah.
0: But other than that, the, the game looks fantastic. Uh, I watched the
1: I watched the gameplay footage. Mm.
0: It looks real good. It does. It looks sweet. I
1: I, I um, a couple of things have me worried. Uh, mostly because this is the first time that House Mark ever done a narrative. Mm. like they literally have story story writers and stuff which they've never done before. Um, so I'm worried at how that's going to go. Yep. And cuz the from what they've seen is of returnal is it's kind of like a groundhog day sort of aesthetic. Yeah, so I, so I you're reliving really the same shit I, and that, that's it's been a done to, isn't it? Yeah, it's been done to death. Yeah. So I do wonder how they're going to bring something new to it, mm. but I'd like to see it. Like, this is me going, eh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, super, I'm super down <laughs> okay. for it. And the other thing as well, this is pretty cool. And ha- this is essentially PlayStation's big release for the first quarter. And, yeah. they're, and like, that's their plan. I think we'll get, because this, this kind of falls into kind of our predictions a bit later, whether we do them this week or maybe next week, because we're, we're going long. But um, do you, like, I think this is a good sign. This is a good sign that maybe they'll make the decision that they should have done at the start of, you know, years ago and maybe pick them up. Yeah, Sony definitely need to pick someone up.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: Bluepoint's another...
0: That's my other uh, yeah. Blue Bluepoint's uh, the other one that would be uh, a great pickup. But, you know, Housemark have made fantastic games. And I, I really do look forward to seeing how their more traditional 2D twin-stick shooting does translate to a 3D space. Yeah.
1: The, the thing the difficulty this game will face, and I didn't realize this because um, they, because of the nature of what we do, I don't always look at prices of games. Um, but apparently this is going to be like a full price game. Mm. But. It's, it's like I think there is a, I think there'll be some hesitation for a lot of people that have known House Mark for their sort of indie cred. But yeah. even then, a lot of people were like, "Well, it's indie cred, but they're expensive indies." Yeah, I mean, so even for the likes of Matterfall and um, what's the other one they did? There was two like towards later Matterfall and. It's like, I'm to be whatever, round about there. Right. Like that was, they were like 40 something bucks. Yeah. And like, I remember for most people like, that's a lot for an independent game, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to kill me that I can't think of it. (laughs) But yeah, I think the idea would be like, it it may be a bit of an ask. Yeah. But I think if they can incentivize enough and they're clearly giving out next marketer, thank you. Next marketer. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think there's a, enough there's enough information out there for those that wish to seek it. Yeah, that they that may help make that purchasing decision a little bit better. Yeah. I'm gonna play the fuck out of it though. So I don't care. Yeah, I'm pretty keen.
0: <laughs> uh, another game that I was pretty keen for was was uh, Dying Light Two. So uh, recently, Paul sellinger has left the developer. After 22 years, uh, he's credited with the, with a writing position on both the original Dying Light and its upcoming sequel. His past work has also included credits on Dead Island and three Call of Juarez entries.
1: Oh my God, Call of Juarez.
0: <laughs> on his LinkedIn page, Solinger said, quote, After over 22 years, I've decided to end my cooperation with Techland. I want to express my gra- gratitude to the company that has allowed me to, to develop and fulfill myself for half of my life. Techland, I will always be rooting for you. Uh, as well as the great people I have met, thanks to you, I wish you that I wish you that Dying Light Two and subsequent projects will become world hits. Goodbye and good luck. So where does this leave the game that was due to release last year on PlayStation 4? <laughs> Wait, 2020 or 2019? Uh, 2020. It was it was due at early 2020. That's right. And then
1: died indefinitely.
0: Yeah, and then died indif- indefinitely. So the firm has also commented on rumors regarding the art director position, confirming there have been no changes to this role. Quote, the position of the art director is not threatened and has been held by Eric uh, Cochino since November
1: 2019. C-O-C-H-O-N-N-E-A-U. Cochino? Co- Cochino? Mm. Co- my apologies if Eric, you're Eric listening. Kosh. <laughs> Eric Koch. The Koch dog. Uh, a
0: spokesperson has said, quote, Eric has been taking care of every aspect of the upcoming production ever since and the team under his leadership is doing their best to offer players the best game possible, end quote. Techland promises that it, quote, will be sharing exciting news about the project in the near future.
1: Yeah, so this one's way more into you than me. So, so like, are you worried by
0: this? A l- little bit. Um, obviously the game was supposed to come out last year, got delayed indefinitely. Having their lead writer that worked on both Dying Light and Dying Light 2 is a little worrying. Um, from what they've been saying though, he's left his mark on Dying Light 2, Mm. whether that means the story has been finished, written, and they're just doing
1: gameplay stuff I don't know that would be my angle because like there there is, like, a t- there is a point where the writers kind of don't do anything yeah and I think that maybe it's around about that part because like I would presume that the, the indefinite delay may not have been a narrative thing it may be been a performance and thing and like with with his um just the way he's
0: acting around his, his his departure. There doesn't seem to be any animosity. So I would imagine that maybe he has wrapped up his story writing for them. And he's like, well, maybe this is a good time to get
1: out. I've finished this project before the next one hits us. I can dip. Yeah. And plus 22 years. I've not done anything for 22 years. I think I've played PlayStation for 22 years. But like, I've not been at a company. Like I'm only fucking 31. Like what, what have I done since I was like Well, that's 10. what I mean. Like any statement, he's been there for half of his life. Yeah. And like, I think we're seeing that. Like, uh, the, uh, I think I said, said this at the back end of last year. Twenty twenty, will will have put. A, it's allowed a lot of people to change their perspective. Yeah. The look at the look at their life. Look at how they what what they're doing and how they're doing it, and be open to change, mm. and because the world changed and it will continue to change. So I think a lot of people that are like, "Well, I want to do something else." Like this year has allowed me to reconsider something, and I think that's the same thing. Like, after twenty two years, you're like i want to do something else and yeah. then like one year of allowing for a, a lot of self-reflection could put you in that space it's pretty cool next up the big game for coming out in january is hitman and this upcoming title is uh collating all three titles combining them combining the content into its predecessor with a true the threequel so it's like all three in one pack yeah so i believe i don't know if it's i should look at this first
0: I know that if you own one and two, you can play all three. Like similar to with Hitman two, it imported all of the stuff oh, from cool. one, mm. um, and obviously you got to play it in the upgraded engine. So this will be the same thing. What if you own once you get Hitman three? If you, I'm pretty sure it's if you own the titles. I think sense. there might be an addition where you get all of them. I, I should i should have really checked that before that's right though, because it's, it. it's
1: just more of the specifics of the wording there to install all content for Hit- of hitman 2 it'll sit around 125 gigs on your ps4 So this was for the previous title so hitman 2 sits at around 100, 125 gig yep so the io interactive have done some optimization wizardry you probably using that sweet new the ghost of tsushima things uh uh, and writing and writing on reset error, a def has re- revealed that all three titles will now sit at hundred gig.
0: Yeah, fuck so, yeah, so twenty
1: five gig less than what just two did. They've now they've now compressed everything down. And clarification in the chat: Buddy Watson says, "Buy two, own one." Yeah. Makes makes sense. One thing, quote, uh, so quote, one thing I think all of you will be happy to hear is that we have managed to get the size of the game down significantly. significantly, User A Pathfinder explained: All three games with all content will take up around hundred gig, as we said. The visuals from the older levels have also been updated with screen space reflections and various other optimizations. I have also brought forward the VR support for the PSVR headset. The only catch: you have to play the PS4 version of the title, not the PS5 build. In a video from Game Informer, the new game levels will feature shortcuts you can only unlock from one direction, meaning you'll need to explore the open areas to find them. Once you've opened up the shortcut, it will remain unlocked for future playthroughs, giving you new opportunities for your murderous missions. I'll play it. Yeah, I'm pretty keen. <laughs> I
0: don't, um, I, I don't uh, know. In, I the, think- in the video, they also mentioned that... Um, one of your main tools this time around will be a camera to mm. take photos of stuff, so you can use it to scope out things that can be um, disabled or tampered with, but they also gave the example of, um, there was essentially this guy blocking a pathway, and he's like, I want you to do something for me first, and then I'll, I'll let you through. And it was basically, go kill this guy, and you take a photo of the dead body once you had done yep. the deed, and you show the guy the picture, and he's like, alright, cool, you, you've done a... You scratch my, you back, I'll, I'll scratch yours, and he'll let you through. Yeah, and then obviously the VR gameplay looks the same as it did before. You know, they they show you tapping on people's shoulders, they show you slamming people's head in key, in pianos, and it looks pretty brutal. I'm pretty keen. It's, it's gonna be sweet.
1: It's it's very funny. I remember when, when VR was was a thing. When they, when they just, when 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 I got hands on for the first time at like EB Expo 2015 or something crazy. 2016, something around there. And I remember speaking to them, I'm like, what does this mean for ratings? Yeah, of course. And like, like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, one of the biggest concerns about video games previously was the fact that you, people were like, oh, you're just shooting people. You're living out of fantasy. And then I, at the point, and and there is a big difference between push square to slam and
0: literally slam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, it was one of those things like I I was playing the PSVR demo, the the VR worlds demo. I didn't know that at the time was the London heist. Um, And I was like, I just shot like 11 dudes personally. (laughs) Like, how is this going to reflect? And they're like, we have no idea and we're hoping no one notices. And because the the Australians classification board always have a booth at PAX for some reason. So I remember when I went to PAX later in that year, I went and spoke to them about it. I'm like, what? they're like, we haven't even considered that yet. (laughs) (laughs) So like, and then yeah, with with a straight assassination game in VR, like, I'm not mad. That sounds fun as fuck. But it's real like questionable if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. I don't. I'm excited for it. Um, I haven't played one or two, mostly because I think they came at bad times I've, for I've me. I've played two. It's absolutely fantastic. Is one episodic? Yes. It's probably what turned me off. Um, because I think at the time, it was like, I don't want to play they, this they and then play it later. They deemed episodic, but I think each location was its own yeah. quote-unquote So I think now that I could play it in one full stretch- Yeah. But I think by the time they released them all, I either didn't care or was distracted by something mm-hmm. else. And I think now's a good time. It's kind of dead right now. So I'm open to playing something and I think it, man, could be it. Fun fact, I'm still waiting for my... The yeah, Man, I haven't got my Dongaroo either. I have got confirmation that the they, are, they, they do exist and someone in the New South of Wales has one. Not well, here in the VIX. Well, according to Sony, mine was due to arrive at the start of December. As was mine. <laughs> Maybe you'll start you earlier because I did mine like two weeks before you. But it'll come. I hope so. It'll arrive. I'm really keen to actually play some. I'll oh, there you see. go. A kumquat got his on Friday. Goddamn Kumquat. Which means ours is hopefully coming this week. Hopefully. Kum, kumquat coming through with the deets. Hiding there in the lingering in the background. Busting out secret dongeroos. Curious on how it works. Very cool. Uh, is this you or me? As uh, is you. Okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. you. Because yeah. I just read there. True.
0: Uh, delays. Square Enix's upcoming sci-fi looter shooter Outriders has been delayed. The game, uh, which features otherworldly weaponry and superhuman abilities on an alien world, was, inl- was initially slated for second of February. It has now been pushed back to April first. No joke. <laughs> uh, the update. <laughs> The update does bring some good news, however. On the 25th of February, a free demo will be made available, allowing you to give the game a try and fill the time in until its delayed date. You'll be able to play the game's opening hours with each of the four character classes in either single player or in online co-op. If you do check out the demo, your progress will carry over to the full
1: game in April if you choose to buy it. So I was listening to another podcast today. Went Went for my daily walk. Uh, and they were discussing whether this is a good or a bad thing. Uh, from what I've heard, from all the people that I've heard talk about it after they went hands-on with this game, mm.
0: they're all really excited for it. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Because like the, the discussion piece was, this either shows incredible confidence, as in, like, we are so confident that you'll like it, we'll give you a free demo, and then you'll want to buy it. Yeah. Or, we are so worried that this will do bad, please play it for free, and then maybe you'll buy it. So the Avengers route, <laughs> yeah, went the Avengers route. That's what that's like. That's what this guy. I I'm cynically minded as I am. I see it being the bad. Yeah, from- Square Enix have had a really shit time lately. Yeah, maybe they're like, please buy it. it does look good. I'm pretty interested. Yeah, in interesting. Here we go. quick bits. For those that don't know, the quick bits are all the news that we can narrow down to like a sentence that have happened. Because like, once again, being three weeks off, this is the first episode for 2021. We've we've missed a whole bunch. We're just, we're just gonna steamroll them. Persona Five Royal was of the highest rated title of 2020 with a Metacritic of 95. So just the best PS4 game, the best game rated of last year. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War mid season update hits the twenty the 14th of January. Sorry, with a new map and mode. Uh, four guys has ha- has gone to hell in their latest Doom crossover so i think that actually goes live next week so they're going to help. yeah so they've got like the doom slayer and i believe the marauder yep which is pretty cool uh dreams has improved its dream surfing menu with more curated playlists however no one's fucking playing it um i, I heard that there, is uh, a
0: real shame because it's really cool
1: yeah i saw that there was like a, a a piece that i think it may have been kotaku wrote about it and they're like they no one's playing it. Unless you're a creator, no one's playing it. And they reached out to Media Molecule, they reached out to Sony, and they're like, we're not talking to you. So, (laughs) if anything, yeah, no one's playing it. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, despite being an asshole, sells 13 million units, making back its development and marketing investment completely. Good for them. Crazy. To be fair, they had 8 million in pre-orders alone. Yeah, stupid. Uh, Slay the Spire is getting a board game adaption. You can for that one? Yep. Oh, is there Minis? Can I play Minis? I don't I don't don't think there's Minis. I it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a card game. Oh, that it can suck my bum on Minis. Uh Immortal Phoenix Rising allegedly has its first DLC listed for the 21st of January. It's called uh The One God or something. Uh, the New God. Yeah, The New God with no confirmation from Ubi. Uh please give me give me give me. <laughs> Uh, Sony has now confirmed its production of the PlayStation. Uh, sorry, it has confirmed its production of the PS4 systems has, if you know, the Japanese market, has ceased. Uh, only selling the 500 gig Slim. Hmm. Rough. Yeah. Considering
0: there's no PS5s in the wild of them. Yeah.
1: Well, that's I, th- but well, I think. But at least for us. See, I think that reason smart. It's also super weird though. Uh, so I think they're like, well, if we scrap. The all the variants that we have, we can focus production solely on PS5. Because yep. right now, in theory, the demand is staggeringly high
0: for and then PS5. There's, and then there's also the, if your choice is a 500 gig slim versus a PS5, there's no middle ground of going, well, I'm not quite ready to make the full jump, but a PS4 Pro
1: sounds nice. It's either base model or next Yeah, gen. so Aid incentivizes you buying a PS5. Yeah. And like with the PS4 Pro being a half step, when you, when you now have the full step, remove the middle step. Mm. And plus, from all from all, all accounts, the, the Pro was near impossible to buy half the time anyway. Yeah. Which means their production count was already really low. And I think they knew that it was sort of not, like it was only the enthusiasts that would jump on it. Like, you yeah. didn't. I didn't. I did. I love my PS4 Pro. It's awesome. It's not my son's PS4 Pro. What kind of four-year-old has a fucking PS4 Pro? God damn it. anyway that is all that done and dusted let's get into our 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 main discussion for the show what we're planning like what the big plan was and that is looking at 2021 we forewent our calendar this year after y- after last I year. haven't done the calendar yet. It's still over there. I did consider doing it again, but I'll, ha- I'll wait and see. There's too many things that are variables. Now, now, granted, we did know dates
0: for a lot more games last year than we do this year. Yeah. A lot of games have been given a- A window. A window. Of 2021. Of, <laughs> of the entire year. As opposed yeah. to last year, we did have- Almost very close to set dates at the start of the year of when things were coming out, which allowed us to do the calendar. And then obviously Mother Nature decided to just inconvenience us really badly.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, We had to throw, we ripped our calendar up at the end of the last year. That was awesome. Threw threw it up in the air and then realized that we probably could have reused it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's still some papers left. We only ripped the papers that were used. So I can still come back to it. No fear. All right. Let's kick things off. We will, we'll do this with our 2021 video game draft. So here is where we each pick eight games uh, to, to be our representative. Think of it like fantasy football, but with games. Uh, the games themselves have been selected by the community. So uh, as over on our Facebook group, they have, like I gave a list of games. People have added their own games uh, and that's the list that we are picking from. So we can't pick obscure things that we know will probably do okay. We're relying solely on the draft list that we have yeah. been given. Uh, so yeah, as I said, eight picks each. Neither you or I could have the same pick. We must have separate picks. That's how it's going to go. All right. Now, what we'll also do as well, because one of the things we want to talk about is the most anticipated games for this year. I think a lot of them will hit this list. So we'll yeah. discuss the list as we go. And then we'll, after that, we'll chuck in some 2021 predictions to see, sort of see how we go. Now, as I won last year... I will let you go first, Mm, okay? Um, Because I I don't, I don't need champion's advantage. All right, so this is the list that we were given. So uh, there are 16 choices that we can pick, but we have been given 20. And they include Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, tentative title, Hitman 3, Gotham Knights, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Far Cry 6, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil Village, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, so that's the remaster, Returnal, Deathloop, The Prince of Persia remake, It Takes Two, Dark Pictures House of Ashes, Near Replicant, um Hood Outlaws and Legends, Riders Republic, Destruction All-Stars, 12 Minutes, and Persona 5 Strikers. What are you taking first? I'm going to take Hitman 3, please. Hitman 3. All right, I'm going to put that in the blue. Why Hitman 3? I think with the fact that it's bundled in
0: with the previous games or with updated graphics, I'm getting, which could be my detriment, three for the price of one.
1: And you think that, that is sent, the I think it? I also think,
0: I'm f- from memory, the last two games have rated fairly well. Yep. It's a known quantity.
1: I think it'll do well. Okay. I'm really keen to see what they do with it. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going Horizon Zero Dawn mm. for Vin West. Horizon Zero Dawn. Forbidden West. Now, the reason I'm picking Horizon Zero Dawn for, for Forbidden West is fucking easy. The game is going to be fantastic. People loved Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, and I think the idea of more of that is cool. It's PS5, but it is also cross-gen, so I think for that so reason, we're take a lot people av- reach- will
0: love it. We're going to take the average. Oh yeah, Metacritic sorry. We should m- we should mention the,
1: two? the results come from Metacritic, so the idea we just take the uh, the the score. At, at time of release, and then I check again at the end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, and that score is what we r- tally up. Now, with PS5 and PS4, I that's a good idea. What do we do? Do we you just, take them both and just average them? Let's leave it up to, let's, let's leave it up to the, ch- the who's here in the Twitch chat right now. What should we do? If we have a PS5 and a PS4 version, do we tally the both? Do we just take the PS5 version? What do you reckon? Let me know. Um, yeah, so I think... It's a given. Similar to what you said, and we've said it, we've used that that saying a lot in this episode, known quantity. Mm -hmm. We will know what Horizon Zero Dawn is. They loved it. They're going to want more of it. It's super easy pick. The only thing about it is whether it comes this year or not. My original prediction uh, was that it would come out in the first half of this year. However, it looks as if it's going to be the back end of yep. this year. Uh, in the chat, we've got Kumquat and Buddy Watson saying PS5, so we will go with the PS5. So, yeah, Pride Zero Dawn, I think it's a super easy pick. Let's go on cool. with that. What do you, you got? Far Cry 6. Oh, you fuck. Yep.
0: Uh, again, you know, known quantity. Uh, Far Cry 5 was absolutely fantastic. Um, their, their games can sometimes be hit and miss depending on what messaging they choose to portray in their advertising. Um, but again, cause these scores are based off Metacritic. Um, I think it can pull through if it, if it tells its story correctly, it's also going back to a known, uh, a known villain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, well, presumably with that, presumably Bass. with, with, with some of the stuff that we've seen. I think this. I think this could be a good one.
1: See, I agree with you there. I think that that's probably a good pick for those reasons. And having, um, I, I think Esposito is his surname, yeah. Gus from from uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. You know, at least the acting chops are going to be pretty <laughs> solid from a, from the villain perspective. There's a lot there, and yeah. that was why I'm, I swore at you because I would want <laughs> I want it on my list. Great pick. Uh next up is an easy. Like I've gone two easy ones. What do you think it's going to be? I'm assuming- I honestly thought your first book was going to be God of War.
0: No, no, I'll get to that. But, but this game- that game's Nah,
1: number, <laughs> number, number two is Resident Evil Village. Nice. Now, reason being, they, Capcom have seen nothing but brilliance know, in right. Resident Evil for the last couple of years. Capcom have seen nothing but brilliance in everything they've done. They've the had such a good stretch that I have complete faith that Village will be fucking awesome. Seven, awesome. Two, remake. Awesome. Three, pretty good. <laughs> Devil <Demon laughs> May Cry. Brilliant. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village is going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. It's just for PS5. So I think it's going to have a lot of that next-gen oomph to it. And I yep. think that itself may come with some biases in terms of like, it's fucking beautiful. It's on PS5. And because we're we're based on the numeric value of Metacritic, fucking biases rule in our favor here. Yeah. I think Resident Evil Village is going to be a complete standout pick. What do you got? I'll take Returnal, please. Oh, you
0: bum! Yeah. Uh, you know, I gushed about this earlier in the news. I think that Housemark have something to prove with this title, mm-hmm. and I
1: think it'll show. I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot there. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think it, I think once again, if, we, if uh, again, we're going, it, it,
0: it, it's a dark horse because mm. it's it's their first time in this in this space. But I trust them.
1: I think yeah, I think you're spot on. I think with the with the going completely on a numerical value mm. is I think this will have a lot of that it may, it may I think it'll be divided. Mm. I think critics will love it, but I think users may not yeah, but I've completely changed the way I picked these games from last year well yeah. so, <laughs> I want to hear your, hear your <laughs> thoughts at the end uh I'm going to take another easy one because you're just dodging them. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. So I'm just going easy. It's the smart way to do it. Rift, oh, uh, fart. Ratchet and Clank, also easy pick. I said I've gone for three straight easy picks right now. Reason being, Rift Apart's going to be dope it's ps5 only once again mm-hmm. it's going to showcase a lot of what the ps5 can do on paper so i think that will give it a lot of incentive points be like it really showed off the ssd load times are fucking amazing yeah. and ratchet and clank a ridge a on uh back in 2016 was fantastic it was a game that no one expected to be brilliant so i think with that that sort of sweet rose tinted glasses this game will do incredibly well from a from a review perspective mm-hmm. but i'm also pretty confident that insomniac will do a great great job with it as well let me just cross out that one over there what do you got next
0: it takes two it takes two tell me about it uh this is that little what i'm presuming is going to be the indie darling Joseph of the year. Ferris, yeah yeah uh, it was uh announced at uh, game awards it 's- it 's that that game that looks like you um not looks like you you basically play with uh i think it 's about a man and his wife mm mm-hmm. yeah they have marriage problems yeah they, they have toys problems or something and, yeah. and you yeah you become uh, i think it's like marionette dolls or something like yep. that or puppets and you play through your problems together it's a cool idea yeah it's a cool idea I'm not gonna play with my wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you and I will play together. Like, like my wife will be the worst. Like I, um, I imagine because like he doesn't play games that, all that often, and like I'm sure I'll just fucking yell at her. That's the reason I've not played Overcooked with her because yeah. I know that we'll both get very frustrated at each other and we'll probably die. Yeah. Uh, number four for me is Deathloop. Ooh, interesting. So I think Deathloop, A, it looks to be something really cool. Arcane has a lot of um sort of respect as well. People mm-hmm. loved. A- Loved um, Dishonored, especially in Dishonored 2. Didn't sell a whole lot, like didn't sell very well, but it still was, there's a lot of mm-hmm. love behind it. And I think the these they've done really, really good here at showcasing the game and what the game loop is, yep. pun intended, and showing like this cool sort of, I think the art style alone is a lot to bring people in it to be nice and enticing. I th- I think there's a lot of potential in Deathloop to do really, really well. Um, So that is my pick number four. I will take Persona 5 Strikers,
0: please. <laughs> Do I ask why? Um, what is Persona 5 Strikers? Sorry, Persona 5 Strikers is your Dynasty Warriors style gameplay mm. with the Persona 5 universe. So think like Hyrule Warriors. Think, what was the other game that they did that's basically...
1: Hyrule Warriors 2! Yeah, Dynasty Warriors. I think, the, yeah, I think, Warriors Fire, I think it, Fire Emblem did one, didn't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's that, but they've apparently managed to keep the the feel, the overall feel of what the Persona combat system is mm-hmm. like in this game. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of love for the characters. Persona Five was the highest rated game of last
1: year, I think. It, also, thank you, Atiba, twenty six for the follow. Appreciate I think it. it, um, I think it might do well. Okay, uh, uh, I think the 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 collective boner <laughs> that everyone has to Persona is um probably going to do make it do really really well. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting to the, we're getting the gross end of this now. How many, how many have we picked now? About five I, I each.
0: Five, you picked four.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Gotham Knights. <laughs> have fun with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, like, so we haven't had a Batman game in a very long while with obviously Arkham City being the big one. This is WB Montreal's uh, sort of follow-up to uh, Arkham Origins, the last one that they really did with the Batman space, it's a Batman game without Batman, which is which is I don't know why it's picked it now because that seems like a really bad decision. <laughs> However, with Rocksteady's game not f- for the foreseeable future, uh, I think there will be a little bit interesting, a little bit cool stuff here, and the idea of playing as the Bat family I think is cool. Sort of this because is this is this the one that's the Avengers got style? I think it's I think it's more of a shared narrative, okay. maybe not quite like that's. Once again, it completely changed. Maybe maybe once they saw how <laughs> the Avengers did so poorly, they're like, "We're not going to do any of this." Yeah, and hopefully they've changed whatever it is to become <laughs> not the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is the, it's probably my first risky pick. Yeah, uh, but I think it will at least do fine.
0: <laughs> uh, I will take. Near Replicant for my sixth. Why near Replicant? After the strong uh, release of Near Automata last year or the year before, uh, going back to its origin, mm. I feel like this could... Cause res- is this a remake of the original? It was a remake of the original that never came out in the West. Okay. Because the West got a version that wasn't that. The oh. West got a version of Near that wasn't what anywhere else got. We got a weird... Which was good, but this is the remake of the original that the West didn't see.
1: Yeah, and Ni- Ni- like Nia as a franchise has that same level of cultish following, yeah. especially with like or, or, you know Automata doing really, really well and mm. surprising a lot of people. I think there will be a lot of incentive for people to go check it out. Oh, sons of bitches! Um, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a bold one. Hogwarts Legacy. You passed it. <laughs> That's gonna be my next pick. <laughs> now this is this is a tough one. We
0: still know nothing about it. We know a, We know nothing about it. You should... Have you... I, I did it last night for funsies. I dove into the Hogwarts Legacy Reddit. Yeah. People have made, like, full skill trees of what they
1: want out of this game, and I think they're going to be massively disappointed. Which is my... That's <laughs> why it's a bold. Like, I think, Hog- I think <laughs> Harry Potter as a franchise is so big, and, like, the expectation around it will be so substantial that I'm worried that that will be to its detriment because people yep. have people have wanted a harry pot a, a harry potter themed rpg for the longest time mm-hmm. so it's going to be through the roof on top of that it's made by avalanche who previously were known for disney infinity so they've never really done a big space thing mm-hmm. like that they, they did mad max and mad yep. max was really well like well-ish received just came out a really shitty time i think it came out the same like day as metal Gear Solid five so yep. no one was going to play it my other concern is more the external concern about J.K. Rowling and sort of this the, the discussion around her being a garbage person. I think that will, in fact, hinder this. With a lot of the 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 social, so a lot of the social commentary around that, and a lot of the left uh, leaning uh, outlets, mm-hmm. I think it may get a bump down because of that. Okay. So that's why I believe it's a risky, risky choice. If they pull it off, though. But if it's good, I think it might be really good. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of external factors that will actually hinder this game doing well. Number
0: seven. I'm gonna take Outlaw. So hood outlaws. Hood outlaws. Yeah. What's that? Uh, it is the. <clears throat> It's a game similar to that of like Rainbow Six Siege, but instead of uh, one team versus the other in the classical sense, it's both teams are racing to steal a conjoint, ob- like a shared object, with some tomfoolery.
1: Yeah. So this, from, so this was showcased at the state of play at the back end of last year that I believe that they announced the PS Five on. Yeah. And the idea is, yeah, so you are two teams running a uh, by the, the side, this, essentially the same heist. You're yep.
0: trying to steal the same object but you've got to like screw over the other team and get it for yourself. Yeah,
1: so it's not it's not you versus the other team, it's both teams versus the world, but you can fuck with each yeah. other. And the idea is you get to the end to that collective goal. Um so the reason I says like what's that is I'm trying to get you to talk. I'm just get, I'm getting the conversation I, it, like I know what the
0: answer is. I I'm pretty keen for it. I've been keen for it since I saw it. I like that um it's not asynchronous is the what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Asymmetrical? Uh,
0: yeah, it's kind of not though. Um I <laughs> It's interesting to to pit two teams against the same, in the same objective as opposed to just directly against
1: one another. Yeah, because I, I I'm a big fan of teamwork multiplayer. Yeah. So and I think this is the same thing. Like you are you have to work as a team. To I get think to that this point. is also if one. If you of, don't, you're fucked.
0: I think this is also a smaller title. I think it's also a
1: cheaper title. Yeah. Uh,
0: so hopefully that'll skew in its
1: favour. I think that might. But I think with it being so reliant on multi. It could be. It could be. It could be a, it yeah. could be a toughie. It could be tough. Let me cross that one off the list. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, dark pictures. Now, House th- of Ashes. House yeah. of Ashes. So this is the. This is third. The- in the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yep. Uh, it's scheduled to come out at the back end of uh, about August-ish of this year. Oh, we should also mention if the game happens to be delayed or, you know, just doesn't come out in 2021, it is marked as a zero and you get nothing. And you got done with Vampire the Masquerade. I got done with Vampire the Masquerade. And got I got done with, done with Little nightmares. nightmares.
0: And then Cyberpunk did me dirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cyberpunk just bummed you. Um, I think this will do... Fine. Yep. So this is probably my my fine game. Like we're at the back end of our picks now. We're just looking for games that score points. Yeah. So I think it'll probably do like seventy roundabout there. Like Man of Medan was all right, but uh, a little hope was stacks better. Little hope
0: was amazing in in comparison to yeah. what Man of Medan was. I think Man of Medan took too long to find its legs and get yep. into it. Whereas they kinda took off running with yeah. with Little Hope.
1: And I think having having now two under their belt, I think the that system is gonna be a little bit easier, be a bit quicker, a bit snappier. And seeing when you go back and watch the original trailer for uh, a Little Hope and you see what this game become, you can see that they were willing to change and adapt and yep. completely realter towards to, to moving into the next game. So I think here is a potential for them to do better. Like, the other two games have reviewed fine, and this could be that moment to step up. Last pick. I
0: will take the Mass Effect trilogy remaster. Now, everyone knows what this is. This is Bioware's RPG. I hope that they really do it justice after Andromeda. Mm -hmm. Uh, These three games... We're great. And if they do this properly, they can hopefully be great again. So so this this is my one pick that is purely, I think it's going to pull the numbers if they don't screw it up.
1: Yeah, because and we know it's not Bioware team because yeah. they're working on Dragon Age Four, so they're not going to be pulled away to do a uh, a port job or yeah. a remaster. So I think that's that's the hurdle. The, yeah. There is a lot of risk there in terms of uh, like what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. Because like, and who's going to do it? Because if it's, if it's anything like Andromeda, they're fucked. Yeah. All right, let's just crush that bad boy out. So, this is what the, the, so now that I'm on my eighth pick, let's run through what we've got left. We've got God of War Ragnarok, we've got Prince of Persia Remake, got Riders Republic, Destruction All-Stars, and 12 Minutes. Not a whole lot to choose from. No. I'm, I'm debating not picking God of War Ragnarok because I'm reasonably confident that it's not coming I'm out. I'm
0: positive it's not coming out this year, which is why it's not on
1: my list. Yeah.
0: I was really hoping it was going to be your number one pick because I'm pretty sure I'm not coming out this year. I, I want it. it
1: so bad, but I know that it is not coming. I'm going to laugh if neither of us put on an LS and it comes out this year. Yeah. And the Prince of Persia remake looks bumhole. Yep. I'm expecting it to be bumhole. Mm-hmm. It, it might review fine, <laughs> <laughs> but we're looking at 60s, I think, for that one. Uh, Writers Republic... It's essentially Steep too, Yeah. and Steep was not well received. Destruction All-Stars is a free game coming to PS Plus and they were that confident they made it free. Uh, so I think that's De- bad. Delayed it and made <laughs> it free. Delayed it and made it free. And I think being free, people will judge it harsher or be not, you know, the kind of they, it'll be treated a bit poorly because of it. And I do not know what 12 minutes is. That was put on the list by Mr. Buddy Watson. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a punt. you put god of war i'm gonna put god of war on there because best case scenario how's that god of war last
0: picked in a draft of 16 games
1: if god of war (laughs) happens to come out this year i'm stoked because it will probably be brilliant yeah but if it doesn't i'm down i'm down again but i think Looking at my picks and the and the easy picks that I had at the start, I think I am going to have an advantage of you in some ways. I think I'm going to have a couple of games that are going to review quite highly, but I think you might have a better average yep. than me. All right, hey, Drew's in the chat? There was only from memory. There was like what two points in it last year, and
0: that was purely because cyberpunk.
1: Let's like, uh, so look back. So if we look back at our results from this year, uh, I ended on five five four total. So averaging 69.25. Where you ended up on 536 with an average of 67. So you're pretty spot on there. Like the average, you work better on the average. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through the list again. And then I want to hear about your your change of strategy for this year. So these are the picks are as follows. So I picked Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Deathloop, Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy, Dark, we didn't even know that's coming this year. I could be proper fucked. Dark Pictures' House of Ashes and the, the, the tentatively titled God of War Ragnarok. Max, yours are Hitman 3, Far Cry 6, Returnal, It Takes Two, Persona 5 Strikers, a Near Replicant, Hood Outlaws and Legends, and the Mass, Effects, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, buddy in the chat says twelve minutes was a safe one. Freeest of uh, fr- uh, what? First fr- uh, voice cast and premise. Fresh, maybe something. I don't know. What? Because like you've you've made the bold claim that you've changed how you've picked this year. So you do? last year I picked games that I thought
0: were going to do well. Yeah, and that again, for the most part, I picked very well. Mm. Cyberpunk, obviously, was the but one that no screwed, one expected. That. The hammer for me, and obviously, you're right. No one, no one expected that. This year, I've picked a lot more known quantities. I've picked a few unknown quantities, but I think that really, you really like that. I'm saying, kind yeah. of playing the average game here. Yeah. If I can knock out all my games at 70s, that's good. As opposed to these swings that I got last year, I got, I think I got a few 50s. Then obviously, Persona Five with the ninety-five. I think I'm playing the average game here.
1: Yeah, I think the the average game is certainly smart because you swung for the fences last year. You went for what you presume are going to be big hits. Yes, and like I played a bit of the I played a bit of the uh, average game yep. last year. Now I do think that you've spanned me a little bit. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think Horizon is going
0: to be fantastic. Yeah. And a few of my earlier picks and a lot of the indie titles that I picked, I th- I'm hoping are going to be big hitters. Yeah.
1: I th- yeah. The, once again, apart from like the last couple of picks, which are always rough, and that's why we, that's why we make the community pick them, because we intentionally want them to pick yep. games that we just wouldn't think of. Um, I think that's where we might get a bit kicker. Mm. But I, I am genuinely positive that like Horizon Zero... Uh, sorry, that uh, Hogwarts I mean, Legacy I- is going to get shit on, and I think that's going to negatively affect it. So that, so what we'll do now is we'll, we'll quickly run through what games that are that are expected to come out this year, what we think are big hitters. Now, obviously, we picked some big hitters in our list of games, what we think will do well. That's why we put them on there. Um, but let's just run through them as well. So have a quick look ahead at 2021, and then we'll finish this bad boy up. Uh, Scott Pilgrim comes out on the 14th. No, but like this, this has been in demand for it's, forever. It's
0: got, mo- as far as I'm aware, it's got multiple physical editions with like reversible sleeves and they're really pandering to the collector that wants this game okay um but
1: it's the same game that was already out but it's been off stores for the longest time it has you literally don't have it do you think the FOMO of like because we had it then we didn't then we have it again I think all the people who wanted it already bought it yeah that's pretty true uh, Hitman Three, which we discussed before. Yep, we think it's going to be something cool. So that's pretty much everything of note in Feb. Uh, sorry, in January. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty quiet. Feb. Uh, Neo Two Complete Edition. Oh, Neo Two Collection. Sorry, they're getting remastered for the PS Five. Yep. If you already own them, you get them again. Yeah, sick. And apparently, they're like they're wanting it to push 120 frames and shit. Yep, sick. I'm down for that. Uh, Little Nightmares Two, February 11th. Open to that. It's pretty cool. I did put it on my list last year of games I'm interested in. I think it's good. good once again, I had a good bit of cred coming into it. Pretty, pretty positive. Episode 5 Strikers, as you mentioned. Riders Republic. Uh, uh, and Destruction All-Stars. Destruction All-Stars all coming out in February.
0: Another game that's actually coming out in early February is uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse. So I'm kind of interested. What is it? For. Uh, I saw a short clip of it. it. They're advertising it in the PlayStation Store already. Oh. Um, looks cool.
1: Okay. All right, I'm gonna take that. Uh, Harvest Moon One World coming to Switch. Uh, it's gonna be bum <laughs> because Harvest Moon games haven't been good for years. Um, Story of Seasons, however, mint. Oh, Prince of Persia comes out the day before Returnal. Yeah, rough. Rough. Yeah, it's so not Prince not of rough. Persia: says It's Time remake. Returnal. Uh, it takes two. Uh, Disco Elysium is coming to uh, PS4 and yeah, five so it's the, in March. it's the
0: the the definitive edition with all its.
1: Bonus I will probably bonus. check it out because the reason so the reason good. I didn't pick it out pick it up because it was on PC, but maybe this will get me across the line Have it come on console. Uh, April and May got mushed together because there's, there's nothing. nothing. Uh, let's see. Outriders April
0: first. We've got Neo replicant April twenty three and, the and, and then
1: Deathloop as well in May. So here are some that I expect to come out in Q one. So i uh, read only memories. Kena Bridge of Spirits. I know but uh, really cool. Friend of the Show Padge, is like hard on for it, so that's pretty cool. Uh, then in the back end of the year, uh, Back for Blood in oh, June. The Le- Left for Dead guys. Yeah, so it's like straight up Left for Dead but on everything. Um Disguile probably get some nerds excited. Uh Skull Nexus allegedly. Yeah. No. I was, Nah. <laughs>
0: It it originally caught my interest and then it's been slowly fading away as I've heard nothing about it. Mm. Uh, let's see, not much on the GTA Five re- PS5 version. Yeah, so we're supposed to get what the, the GTA Five PS4 PS5 version. We're supposed to get Witcher Three PS5 version. So all those sort apparently of apparently cyberpunk's PS5 versions coming
1: yeah. <laughs> up this year as well. So here are ones that just had uh, targets of 2021 and what some of the games I forgot about, like the Lord of the Rings Golem. Yeah, that's, that's that that. I hope it comes out this year. It'll be, I think it'll be really cool. Uh, what did you hear about Vampire the Masquerade? Oh, that's never coming year? out. Yeah,
0: uh, they lost uh, producers, writers, directors. They lost a bunch of people. Oh, it no. sounded like they were starting again at one point. Oh no!
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think that game's ever coming out. Rough. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghost Tokyo, which we did, which surprisingly didn't make any of our lists uh, because no one voted it for, for it. it. Uh, you know is it uh, uh Tango I think Games it, Works I think so it looks cool. evil within I think it doesn't look interesting at all but uh that's just me personally. <laughs> I would it wouldn't have made my list even if I wanted even if it was there. Uh yeah you've got Gotham Knights, Hello Neighbor 2, The Witcher 3 version as you mentioned, yeah. Far Cry 6, The Rainbow oh, Six yeah. Quarantine Oddworld's that's been delayed like five times. Oddworld
0: Storm. Oddworld Storm.
1: Yeah. I can speak. Oh yeah, the Oddworld that, that, that one looks pretty dope and then just a bunch of fucking randos it's a weird time because like although we're in 2021 now it's like no one is committed because of the whole global bastard and like and I think the ripple effects of it are starting to push through into everything and I think that's probably going to be a big hurdle into this year Anyway, let us, like, you know, you just enjoyed this extra long episode one of 2021. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Let us know what you think will be the big hitters coming out this year. What do you think about draft picks? Have we made some horrendous mistakes? Let us know in the comments below or the social medias. We never do this enough, but if you happen to stick around this whole time, you can also follow us on twi- Twitter, uh, Twitter as well. I'm, I'm at HaggardMC. Max is B- at 101 Yep. Yeah. Um, you can always come harass us specifically. Um, it does appear in our names thing on the bottom of the screen, but we never do it for audio versions. But you come check us out. We're always on the Twitters yelling about things. It's good fun. Uh, but yeah, good to have you back, Max. It feels good to be back in the studio. Yeah, it does. So this is your so you've been doing this for a straight year now. Yeah. Just like officially over, yeah. straight year. Because you, you you fill it up for late twenty eighteen for Josh from like Octoberish mm-hmm. onwards. But yeah, straight up year. So welcome to year two. Year two. Ooh How exciting. It's pretty cool. Isn't it? Hopefully
0: this it's my, like, better than six. what year one was, you know? you know. We missed out on all the fun stuff last year, wasn't it? Yeah, no packs. packs. No packs, no. Other stuff. Just the, uh, yeah, Pax was, is a big was, Yeah, PAX was obviously a big bu- big bummer. It would have been nice to go and yeah and, and see it from the other side. But um yeah, look <sighs> look forward to this year. Excuse
1: me. But you did have a pretty you did have a pretty good run for your first year? I, I mean, yeah, we had, you know, launch launch year for new consoles good yeah, times it's good times and we as i said because I, I did drop the uh a little like you know plans for 2021 re- video at the start of the year that says we ain't changing shit, <laughs> and that's 100 true like we are going to continue to do what we do already um because a we think it works and we can't add more to our plates we both have young families we both work full time like we can't do a whole lot more we'll do it we'll do more as we can but we ain't going to sit here and you know, kind of funny it and promise you a bunch of shit and that we either A, never deliver on or B, you have to pay for it. Fuck that. Um, so we're just going to go with what we know and do what we do. And if you enjoy it, sweet. And if you don't, I'm sorry, it's more of the same. <laughs> <laughs> but no, <laughs> woo! No, but we, as I said earlier, we have seen a, a good growth. If it ain't broke. Yeah, if it ain't, if it ain't, if it ain't broke, be too lazy to fix it. <laughs> send us home max
0: anyway this playstation conversation happens every monday morning at 8 a.m on podcast services including apple podcast and spotify and 9 a.m on youtube if you'd like to take part in future conversations with us please Check out our socials, Facebook, Discord,
1: Instagram, Twitter. All of our links are in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversations happen, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where we record this show live. Normally we record on a Saturday. For January, it's Sundays because everyone's getting fucking married and doing shit this month.
0: Yeah, it turns out like the last weekend of January, I'm busy on Saturday too. So it's going to be Sunday all the way through January. All January.
1: So if you like Sundays, (laughs) bam. (laughs) Makes, makes a bit harder for me to, like, get all edited that. in time, but uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, but, you yeah, know, it's great. So come join us. Be, become part of the show. Join the chat. Get involved just like Kwum uh, did, just like Buddy Watson did, just like Drew, Dave Chataway, and a bunch of my man shaky friends. They came to the party as well. If you want to support, support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on those podcast services, give it a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on the youtube like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support the show financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop cultures as well as our merchandise store dot com slash shop where you can buy shirts other sort of shit with our logos on it like max has now max has his own shirt Woo. his own for the players shirt took me only a year but he's got one <laughs> yeah it took a year and a global pandemic for me to buy you a shirt Oh, are you gonna do? But no, and, and, and as I mentioned at the start of the show, I'm I am hoping to sort of, you know, I as myself and already an ambassador of the Manshake, uh, I'm hoping to bring that into the show and like hopefully get you guys some sort of discount code or something to help do that. So if you too want to jump on a weight loss journey like I did last year, as I said, I lost 30 kilos. Uh, If you want to jump on it with Max, who's kicking off for the, you know, for yeah. like the real hard this year, we'd love for you to do that because just because we play games just because we're we're dudes doesn't mean we have to live in that stereotype that video games have we can be bigger we can be better we can be fucking thin we can be hot we can be sexy i mean to be fair i'm hot right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it's hot box and we can also do lady shake as well and come quite just start the lady shake due recommendations and success mm. thank you very much and we'll also do it for the lady shake as well of course yeah. I you know, I can't promote the lady shake as as I am a man. But um that's fantastic. That's that's good news. And that's what we hope. So just like Kumquat, just like Max, just like me, a bunch of other uh people I know that listen to the show, you too can uh up on that journey with us. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. I'm fucking so this, sweaty. This, this
0: this room is like a hot box.